why he just doesn't want to hang out with us. I don't I get it. I have a lot of video games to play. I'm, I'm <laughs> playing a lot of video games already. Uh, yeah. And I'm going I, to be playing more video games. Because I'm a gamer. God damn it. We're anything Everybody but. Is, so. Anything but. Uh, I can't believe we're here on the 15th of February. The last time we recorded one of these was what three or four weeks ago now three weeks it's been a bit yeah it's been a bit yeah. uh we we also took a small break quiet. now bobby you appear to be Good. talking to us from some like led void what's going on over there uh nothing nothing good uh dark place I've been in the dark place since 2016. Um, we, so we made an announcement like Sarah and I, we are, we're hoping to move. We need to get our current home ready for it. And we had to take apart my office studio to get some repairs and updates done. And we're kind of in this in between where we don't want to put our house back together because we're packed up in some degree. So you're yeah, going to get a degraded experience on my end, probably from some audio and all that shit. And uh, we're going to make the, mess, the, the best of it. There'll probably be another period where we have to take like, maybe we'll miss an episode when I'm moving or something like that, but we'll figure that out. But yeah, we've I'll been... bridge when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. We've been getting stuff ready here um, uh, and trying to get everything that we could ready to go on our end but we're here to talk about games and there's a lot of stuff to talk about we've got three weeks of what you've been playing to get caught up on here uh we have a february release to get caught up on here we're going to fit everything in tonight that we've been missing right that's the plan that's what we're going to be doing Uh, sure whatever you say boss i can do it Uh, i know i know you'll turn a tight five into a tight 15 talking about three games instead of two games uh yes ah uh, yes that old chestnut uh i'm turning off rewards because those would be obnoxious um for for this yeah. version of our show yeah. but uh so we save the rewards for mondays and fridays come come back on mondays and fridays if you like rewards and you yeah. can uh get them all then so it's february 15th this is episode 362 so what you've been playing we're going to tell you a little bit about Helldivers 2 like a dragon grand blue fantasy pal world persona 3 but we got some pretty big new stuff today was a big event that a lot of well i don't know if it was big it was it an was event big. it was uh, it was made it out was, to be big yeah no, i'm yes. sorry it was built up to be big by everyone who wasn't microsoft yes and then it was right. exactly what it was supposed to be which was nothing nothing much much ado much ado about nothing so we're going to talk about that xbox podcast we've got some sad news from embracer we're going to talk a little bit about from software and then sony so we've got a lot to do tonight we're going to get right into it uh looking at the lineup here johnny i would love to know what you've been playing oh i've been playing a lot of like a dragon infinite wealth uh, okay. and I think let me check my hour count here I am at about 18 hours oh that's that's nothing my my work friend has platinumed that game already okay, well we're not talking is, about you not stop talking to me about it <laughs> well he has every right to not stop talking about it because this game is incredible it seems like a great game um so seems this good. Is, yeah this is uh the latest game in the long running, what used to be called the Yakuza series. Uh, this is Yakuza 8, if you're uh, still referring to it as that. Uh, this is the second game that features uh, Ichiban Kasuga. 
the new protagonist introduced in uh, Yakuza like, like a dragon. dragon. Yes. <laughs> um, but where, they also, made, where they officially kind of like made the switch. Yes. Um, and it is also set in Hawaii uh, for a large chunk of the game. This is the first uh, United States setting, right? In one of these? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I think maybe the little mini game that came out where you played as Kiryu, mm-hmm. uh, the man who erased his name, I think that might have been set in Hawaii because Kiryu is also in your party uh, in this game. Uh, you, I mean, you can see him on the cover. Uh, and this is kind of like where they where they meet. I guess I yes. guess he shows up in the first game, like at the end. Yeah. Of, well, not the first game. Of course, he shows up in the first game. He's and at the friend, end. Of, yes. And at the, the end first of like game a dragon, featuring he kind of shows up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, he, you know, he's this legendary figure. And uh, when you bump into him, he is pretending to be somebody else because he's he's the man who erased his name. Um, yes. Uh, but you, you join forces with him. And I think I think the thing that I love the most about this game so far is how it just wholly embraces the fact that it is a video game and it can do video game ass shit while also still telling a compelling thoughtful and like frankly like heartwarming story at times like it's 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 very silly it's over the top but the characters are so so well developed and realized and they feel earnest in a way that doesn't feel cynical um and I just I am so invested in in what's going on and in, in the journey uh, that Itchy is on in the second game. And, so this uh, is like another RPG one. This is another turn based yeah. RPG. It's a direct and sequel, that, correct? It is. Yes. And yeah, the reason not, not for the that. Not of the other ones. No. And there's a, a canonical reason for that. And that's because uh, Ichiban loves old school RPGs. He's a huge Dragon Quest fan. And so he thinks of what he's doing as like he's the hero and he's fighting monsters. And so that is why when you go into enemy encounters, these these street thugs or whatever, like some some of them are just called like assholes. Uh, I I saw him knock an asshole out of a tree. Yeah. Yeah, you can because you can knock coconuts down. Yeah. Yeah. That was very good. Like a dragon. Did you play? Uh, yeah, have you passed it in hours? Uh, okay, so you've eclipsed. Yeah, that. I've I've played more of this okay. than I did of of okay. that game, and that was that was I, one I, that like I, I put down with every intention of getting back to it, and I, I just didn't. Um, yeah, I, I was the same. I, I think I put somewhere between eight and ten. Um, do how much of that story? I mean, I know it's a direct sequel. Does your party from the first game show up? Does yeah. Everybody? So yeah, so you have. Um, those the two the um the security guy and the homeless guy they're with you in the beginning uh and you're doing stuff uh in tokyo and then through you know the series of events that leads to itchy going to hawaii he is there on his own and then you get kiryu and then you get uh tomizawa who is another character you meet um who's a a cab driver who tries to rob you (laughs) How many people in your can you have in your party at any given time? Four. Okay. Four. I think I want to say I want to say there's eight or nine total party members uh, in the game because there are a bunch of weapons for for jobs that I haven't unlocked, but everyone can do different jobs. Um, so Itchy 
is a freelancer or a hero. Uh, Kiryu is a brawler. Tomisawa uses a wrench. Uh, and uh, it has elemental damage that it does. So I have a wrench now that does ice damage. Sure. Uh, Makes and sense. Uh, he has a skill where he will charge up a car battery and then electrocute somebody with it. And it's all, it's all, he just, oh, I just got one where he knocks somebody down and then he takes a bucket full of soap and like a brush, like you'd use to clean a car and he just scrubs it all over the person and it, it does a fuck ton of damage. It's, I, I've heard that this game does, so a, does a lot, it front loads the game in a typical JRPG fashion. Yeah. And I've, yeah. I've heard that it takes quite a bit to get into the meat of this one. So, Yes, there, there's a lot of, of cutscenes and, and dialogue heavy moments, but it never felt I never felt like I was waiting for a sec. I'm just like, oh, just let me get to the, the good bits. Like it was still. Because the story still stuff in- is also the good bits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the writing and everything is good enough that I, I, I didn't feel frustrated that it was taking a long time to really ramp up. Um, I just unlocked. Uh, do you did you ever did you get the Sujimon stuff in the first game where you no. are it's like a Pokedex but for scumbags? Yes, yes I did. Um, so that's back, uh, and you also you there's a Sujimon League. You hear that in Nintendo? Hawaii. That's the second time somebody's stolen from you in the last ninety days. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last thing that happened is I I ran into that professor guy at the mall who takes you to this underground Sujimon League, and you get into a fight and then he tells you how to capture other Sujiman and challenge oh, people. That's great. And there, there is a, a league and it's not, they don't call it an elite four. They call it something else. I meant to write it down, but there, there are four trainers that you can eventually fight to become the Sujiman champ. Uh, there's an animal crossing. I've game seen a lot on that one. Like I haven't unlocked that yet. One of my friends has put, almost as much time into oh that that's that's what i was going to say the, real the, game? The, the general consensus of that and this is for you chase this is this is your crack cocaine so don't don't you dare smoke this yeah. is that <laughs> i think i i think i have to put this like to the side with the oh craft and stuff like i that. mean there the, i have seen multiple tweets of people will be like here is my hour count before i got to this point and here is my hour count after and i have never left this area because i love it so much it looks very dumb and good it's oh it's the best it's it's this is gonna be i can like this is gonna be very high on my list this year let me ask you a question on this so like if you could maybe throw out just like a, a few little tidbits because it, it is a direct continuation but i think that yep. there was some well thought out critical ideas that people had against the first entry into this like obviously people really were kind of taken aback that they went to a turn-based game mm-hmm. have you noticed anything from quality of life or improvements that they've added in here that you wanted to talk about on like what would make and also the other follow-up to that is is I know it's a direct sequel, so from a story standpoint, yeah. do you think that you need to play the first one, or could you hop into this? No, they they do a really good job of of giving you a like summary, or they will we'll call back to things that happened in the previous mm-hmm. game and show a little not cutscene, but almost like a a vin, like a vignette, so you, you get some context there. They do a good last job time on like a dragon. 
kind of well you'll meet somebody or you'll be talking you'll be having a conversation with another character and then be like oh man yeah remember when this happened and they'll they'll be relating it to things that are currently happening uh in the game uh so i haven't felt i feel bad for not finishing that game but i don't feel like i'm missing anything other than you know obviously all the games that Kiryu is in, right? Like, I, I don't have that history with that character. Right, yeah, if you, um, like, you can you can either be missing the stuff with uh, with Ichiban, or you could be missing the stuff with Kiryu, and uh, oh, one of them has one game before, mm-hmm. and the other one has, like, 12. So, A bunch. Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, plus, plus Judgment. You, can, you forgot about Judgment yeah. and Lost Judgment, which are also in the same universe. It's true. Uh, I haven't played either of those. Different um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm... I'm so in love with this game. Uh, it's uh, awesome. It's it, it's one I'm definitely gonna keep playing. I am still uh, still chipping away at Baldur's Gate three. Put a few hours into that this week. Um, so yeah, got these two big old RPGs. I'm you're probably I'm getting. I would imagine you're getting close on Baldur's Gate. Uh, I'm. I just found Minsk. Minsk. Minsk, I have Minsk. to go chase him down. Okay, yeah, um, that's a, so, that's yeah, the fun I'm, part for sure. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying hamster, my approach to that. Like, Ooh, the hamster. You know, now that now that the the initial zeitgeist is over, like it's just a nice thing to go and be in that world a few hours every week. Um, yeah, and and take it in. Um, so yeah, that that's like a dragon infinite wealth. And the other thing that I've been playing a lot of is a game that you and I've been playing a lot of together, Bobby. Uh, yeah. For democracy. Uh, Manage democracy. Manage democracy. Um, yeah. So I'm, I mean, Chase plays Destiny, but that's not a real shooter. I have um, not played Destiny in months. He's living clean, you dirty scoundrel. Play, uh, like, not, apparently not they're like, making huge changes to Destiny, and I'm going, I don't know what those are. Sorry. Oh, you're finally free. Do we give you your two month chip yet? It's weird. I've you know what? I could use a chip. Um, Chips are good. So, Bobby, I don't know about you, but in terms of like games that make me feel like I am on an actual battlefield. I'm not sure anything can quite compare to the experience of playing Helldivers 2. Yeah, I think that there's an unpredictability to what happens i mean you can land and kind of be looking for action or sometimes you're going to land like we do most of the times and it's like normandy but with robots and lasers and And bugs and bugs uh but yeah i think a good clip i saw shared on twitter that was like the the question i hear everybody ask is have you gotten to space vietnam yet yeah, and they play and they play like the the credence in the background mm-hmm. while while they're just on this kind of jungly planet with a bunch of bugs. And I'm like, yeah, OK, I see it. I, it's seems like a, a very fun game. It's so good. Um, there's been this trend in multiplayer games, and we've talked a lot about this offline. I was hoping we could bring it to this conversation tonight. I don't quite know how I would define it. Maybe one of you with who are much better with words than I am could help out here. But I think the most recent one I would call out is like a lethal company with this, mm-hmm. where the game by itself is not comical, but there's something about just the human element that you bring into this 
that the most zany fucking acme fucking bullshit happens yes yeah like it's all like dying is fun and usually very funny is a little note i have oh yeah Um, like it's uh insane how well they pulled that off yeah and also the a lot of most modern shooters make you feel like some kind of god right like you're just this murder machine uh and there are some hardcore shooters like your tarkovs uh your armas like you know your your more semi games Mm -hmm. that you know there is more of an element of danger there but this this has that while also maintaining more of a, a casual feel i guess um and the danger is real both from enemies and your teammates because you're getting killed by enemies maybe as frequently as you're getting killed by uh, people on your team either shooting you or calling in a napalm strike or something and you're just you're in the wrong place at the wrong time and, and I, I typically um, hate friendly fire but i welcome yeah. it in hell divers too oh it just it it adds to the to the excitement right like you you have to figure out okay well i shouldn't stand right here because if i do I'm going to get clipped. Even your uh, strategies, your items that you bring in, like if you bring in a remote sentry, it can't tell the difference between you and a robot or a bug. And if you stand in the way when it sees a bug or a robot, it is going to mow you down. Oh, my God, with, Johnny. With a bug or a robot. I finally unlocked the drone. So mm-hmm. uh, one of the things you can get is a backpack chase that has a drone with a laser cannon. And the laser cannon is just a persistent beam that goes out. And I was... So basically my squad, I was playing with randoms. They were off to the left and a horde was coming in and I was looking off to the right, picking off a few that had been there already. So I was wrapping up what I was doing and my, my backpack was kind of targeting wherever I was shooting. Well, my crew starts running and they're you're freaking out because there's giant bugs chasing them. The backpack turret just spins to start taking out the horde coming and it just literally mows down my entire squad as it's like about facing towards the bugs and so i turn and my turret's going crazy i've killed my entire squad and all of a sudden the bugs are just running at me and i just turn around and start running and then i just throw behind me the stratagem that is the reinforcement and as the crew all got brought back from the mothership they just smashed the bugs that were chasing me and it was so good but let's let's back up just a few feet here this is hell divers 2 this came out february 8th this is a follow-up to the 2015 2016 hell divers that was put out by playstation and it is i don't think for it's the, at playstation vita for the playstation vita and i i, I don't think i was 2015 okay cool i don't think i would quite say it is as drastic as a jump from a risk of rain to a risk of rain two, but it's up there. It's pretty it's, close. It's pretty it's close. Very different. So I didn't yes. play the first game. To, I, I did play the original clear. game on yeah. on the Vita. Uh, it's a top down thing. It's the experience is is similar. In yeah, that yeah. You are you're coming down in drop pods. You're a squad based thing. You're shooting a bunch of bugs, um, and and I really didn't like it on the Vita. It I didn't like the way the mechanics felt. Um, I is this like pretty the twin sticky there, right? There, it's very twin sticky. 
Yeah. Uh, and I think that made the friendly fire even mm-hmm. even more punishing sure. because now you didn't even have that extra access to okay, I'm sure like, uh, you guys played this on uh casual Fridays uh last week, right? You know, no. no. We haven't okay, we haven't streamed this Friday. yet. You guys you guys played it and I was watching you on Yeah, Discord. we just streamed on our we Discord. Yeah. Um yeah. but like I even heard like one of one of you say like, "Hey, I'm shooting over you, so just stay crouched." Yeah, um, that's not something that you could do in the first. No, time. I didn't even think uh, about that. That's just, a great like, point. Mow people down accidentally. So you're I either beside them or behind them, I guess, at that point. Yeah. So like adding the extra dimension to this and making it more of an over the shoulder third person shooter game. Um, I, I feel like it, it probably assuages any of the issues that I had with the first game. Uh, that being said, I still kind of have that bit of a bit of that feel bad from playing the first game that is that that made me not interested in playing this at all and and it's only after watching you guys play and and seeing some clips and hearing people talk about it um that sounds that it sounds kind of fun uh but at the same time like recovering destiny addict over here i'm not i'm not looking to get into another service game um of any of any kind or quality <laughs> but it has been really cool watching you guys play it and and see you guys react to to what what you're playing i i think that this is so for those of you who aren't too familiar with like some of our personalities here on the show i have really grown very far away from enjoying pvp games uh, i used to enjoy them a lot more but there is something to be said about a co-op pve game that i will just lose myself to and we've got a couple games that we rotate on our monday streams and on our friday streams and one of those games that has been around probably the longest for johnny and i is deep rock galactic and this is the this is the game that i feel is kind of becoming that type of itch scratcher for me and i had like I have fallen in love with the loop of this game, the style of it, the zaniness of it. I think they've made some smart enhancements from what I've read about the first one to this one where armor, for example, armor in the first game was purely cosmetic, which I I think that's not a bad thing at all. Like, is there some really cool looking stuff you can do here? But they've added, I don't want to call them generic, but like you've got a light, medium, heavy armor. There's some trade-offs on each one of those, usually around just protection and speed, but some armor is going to give you a better throw distance and some armor is going to give you a better accuracy when you go down prone. Those types of things can really kind of go into your play style, but you're really just upgrading your ship. And when you do that you're upgrading cooldowns you're upgrading the stratagems that you can carry and there's up to four that you can slot and then you can do a bonus token that is uh, a benefit to your entire squad when you play and these stratagems they can be everything from an exclusive weapon that you have to uh, a different type of orbital strike or maybe like an eagle bomb dropping uh there's also sentry turrets so you can kind of play this more like an engineer you could play it more as a heavy tank you could play it as more of a rogue not really rogue i'm sorry but more of like a stealth sniper type if you wanted to there's some cool shit with it but i think all in all one of the things i'll call out for folks is i don't think this game is very fun by yourself because there's a lot that you have to do so matchmaking is pretty critical and i know a lot of people are like i don't want to like talk to random people i'm with you this game i don't know how it happens so well but it has one of the best unspoken cooperative communities i've seen in the game 
and it does have a smart ping to it but there's like i've not ran into people who aren't willing to share resources i've not ran into people who aren't good at tagging things i'm not i've not ran into anybody who will shoot you just to get your gear i've only seen people that if they do kill you on accident they swiftly respawn you i've only seen people that will tag other resources for you to pick up even if you just got brought into the game it is a I, I, I've played this game probably more with randoms at this point in time and had zero issues with yeah, any of that of at all earlier this evening by myself and mm-hmm. had a great time it and that last up the newest up, there has been there have been some issues uh, some technical issues with with oh, disconnects yeah. or even the quick play just not working at all um, but there was a patch today that like I I was able to quick play and connect first try whereas yesterday it was like five times before it finally connected um and i have a couple of friends that have actually returned it because they were having such terrible time staying connected to matches damn um so there are some technical issues to to work out um but both of them have said i wish it (laughs) i wish this wasn't happening because the game itself is so fun it's taken off. It is the most successful um, concurrent PC game put out by Sony. Uh, we'll be playing a lot more of it. I'm going to be streaming this tomorrow night. We're going to do a quick look yeah. of it here soon. So, so tune in to check that out. Uh, Johnny, that was like a dragon infinite wealth for you. You also gave a quick update on Baldur's Gate, and we both have been playing Helldivers 2. Um, I'll, I'll be brief here because I know we got a lot of news to get through, and we still got Chase to, t- to hear from. So uh, while we haven't been streaming here, I put a ton of time into power world last i checked i'm at almost 78 hours on that game um i've got every pal uh which is awesome and i have beaten basically all the bosses that they have in the game um there's even some there's even a pal or two that in its early access state are not in your pal decks but you can only get by breeding two pals and i've gotten those as well um you are a stick stick man and uh i i love that game i I absolutely adore that game i can't wait for more of that game hopefully there is more of that game but uh a game that i was incredibly excited for and i am liking a whole hell of a lot but it is uh just really close in proximity to finishing up power world and that is enshrouded very different when it comes to what you're doing in the game but this is another survival craft build game and i think it's one that they've done incredibly well uh enshrouded came out into early access on january 24th it's made by keen games it sets you back 29.99 um this is more of a medieval game it had a really keen strong like microsoft king k-e-e-n oh keen keen gotcha gotcha um this is a game that lets you start recruiting different personalities back to your base so you're going to get a blacksmith you're going to get an alchemist you're going to get a hunter and each one of those will give you new tools for your base but also armor and help you start to craft towards more of a a class that you want to go with it's a gorgeous game it's got really great physics uh, as far as building goes and you can build into the world you can build above the world it has a really neat glider system but there is this enshrouded that you have to go into and the best way i can kind of explain it is 
if you're familiar with the dark zone from the division where you have to be masked up and when you're in it there's obviously the the virus that you're dealing with in the game and shrouded when you first start the game you can only be in it for five minutes and there's deeper parts of enshrouded that will speed that time up or just completely kill you right away so you need to level your gear up and your character to be able to go deeper into the enshrouded but you can you can stop the spread of it and still cross and do some things but you have a grappling hook which is a ton of fun and a glider so they give you some abilities to move around the enshrouded but you're finding rare loot when you're in there you're also finding blueprints uh you're you're still getting material to bring back it it's very much in the same vein as a valheim i think that's probably the closest thing i can compare this to but well more aware of what its mission is it feels it feels like it's got some good questing to it uh, you can pick up multiple things you can build multiple fast travel locations uh, you're coming across overgrown places it's it's very very well done i want to put a lot more time into it a uh, friend of the show jason has played a shit ton of this game and he's been nice yes, about yes. bringing <laughs> bring a lot of stuff over my way i will play a lot of it i'm just enjoying some other stuff one of those things i'm enjoying uh a lot more than I thought I would. I knew I would like it, but I'm having just so much fun with Persona 3 Reloaded. Uh, yeah. Th- this came out a week ago? on February 1st. Uh, this oh, is wow. from okay. At- Atlas. It's going to set you back 70 bucks. It's also on Game Pass, which is where I'm playing it on the PC. I've played a lot of this game in handheld, and it feels fantastic there. I really enjoy doing that. I don't know if this is quite the same as like when Pokemon games get remade in the same style as the current mainline entry. This kind of feels like it's taking some of the art style from Persona 5, but I don't quite know if that's just Persona 5 continuing the trend of Persona. Yeah, like maybe when you say like art style, I think Persona has had a pretty consistent art style in that way. Yeah. But if, if you're talking about like more like UI design and, and yeah. some yeah. of that stuff, I can, I can see that. Yeah. So I don't know how many hours into it that I am. I, uh, the area that you go to do your missions, like when you're going out and just like killing Tartarus. shit, the Tartarus, I've gotten to a point in the Tartarus where it's like, you can't go any farther at this point in the story. And uh, I've also got more of like the social link stuff opening up, but I'm finding the characters to be really well written. There's a, this game feels a little bit more mature than five did. Um, I don't, I don't know why I, I don't, I can't tell you exactly what's making me say that, but I just get a, a more darker and more serious tone. Yeah, and, uh, I, I think I think darker's a little uh, a better way of putting it. Like, I it mean, is, you're shooting yourself in the head. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. The, the most the more emo of the of the modern Persona games. Like one of one of the Persona games. I can't remember if it's if it's Persona One or if it's one of the Persona Twos. Which confusing. Um, pretty sure Hitler's just straight up in one of those games. Oh <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so it's you know lighter than that. But uh, four is definitely where things got, uh, you know, more candy colored. And then five is still still kind of more in that in that vein yeah. than than something like three, like three, three kind of three is a lot of people's favorites uh, a favorite because because it kind of straddles that line of 
you know, it gets into the more modern style of what a Persona game is these days while still having some of that that edge that uh, they appreciated. Uh-huh. I only played uh, Persona 3 Portable uh, when it when it got a port to the to the PSP. And that version was there's a whole thing about different versions of Persona 3. The original Persona 3 came out on PS2 and there was Persona 3 Fess, which was like, OK, the, we added like a, some extra stuff. There's like a true ending on it now. Um, Persona 3 Portable had a female character that it added, like a whole new campaign where you could play as this this girl instead of the main guy. Uh, but it didn't have any of the Persona 3 Fest stuff in it. Um, it's it's a goddamn mess. Yeah, there's been <laughs> yeah. so many variations. And then people thought this was going to be OK. Finally, we're getting like a definitive version of Persona 3. And they're like, no, 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 we didn't have the Fest stuff in here either. And like, what the fuck are you doing? Why didn't you do that? <laughs> It's the um, most it's, early it's 2000s great. ass shit I've seen in a while. Uh, I mean, you wear a fucking MP3 player around your neck. I think I sent this to Johnny, but if you remember, uh, I think it was a Volkswagen commercial or it was a Nissan commercial that had that uh, EDM song Days Go By. And this is that girl dancing the whole time in the front seat of the car as it's driving around in circles. Hmm. It basically is that. Um, there's a few things I think that are really smart here. And again, I have not played Persona 5 since it came out. And I know Royal came out. I never played it. So correct me here if I'm wrong on something. But I want to talk a little bit about fight mechanics. Because that's a big part of this, obviously. So you're still doing the same thing where you're exploiting weaknesses. And you're knocking things down if you don't kill them. And once everything's knocked down, you can do your all-out attack. Still fucking rules how you do it. Mm -hmm. There is something here that I don't remember being in 5. And I might just be an idiot. But... If it's your turn, uh, there is somebody who's kind of like, uh, what was Futaba's role? Or uh, that was her name, right? That she was yeah. kind of, she, she, yeah, checky one, or- Oracle. In yeah, 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 yeah. So your Oracle type in Persona Three, you can do. You just press right shoulder, and she'll scan and tell you if you have the Persona that can exploit a weakness it basically just pulls up the move that you need so it's really quick you hit that button and it's like cool i'll attack that but what's awesome is if you have so like if i do something and i get to go again because that's how it all works like hey you get to you get one more turn and i don't have the ability to take out one of the other enemies it will basically do a, a baton pass where it goes to the person who does have that i don't remember five having that Five definitely had baton pass. Like I did called it baton pass um, where you could just swap to another. I I don't think it automatically did it, but like it was you could you could make the choice to baton pass to another character who would take the turn. Okay, so this one, like if I hit that shoulder button and I don't have it, but the other character does, then if like Junpei or Junpai has it. It'll just automatically go over them. They're like, hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. And then like you just press the go to them and then do the attack. You can fly through battles in this. It's got an efficiency to it, which feels really good if you just want to go and grind some levels. But uh, I like what's going on to school. I like that it's like apathy that's attacking people. Uh, I think that's really smart how they're doing it. And also, just like their color palette and style is always great. This is obviously blue compared to red of Persona 5. But all the animations... Yellow of Persona 4. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really fucking good, y'all. Like, I I mean, it feels like a Persona game. Let me ask you this. Uh, Are you controlling all of the characters in your party during fights? Mm Mm-hmm. Because that was something the original Persona 3 did not let you do. So, like, are you... Let me me make sure I understand what you're asking. So, if... 
whenever I go, it goes to the next person on my team. I'm now looking at all their moves and I'm choosing what we do with them. Correct. Yeah. That's yeah. not how the original game worked. Yeah. Uh, this one you have one full control. Your main character, you got to That's do what you did. Seems like a good and then change. Junpei then. was going to do his own thing. Yukari was going to do their own thing. Hopefully they would use the moves you wanted them to. Um, I can't. I think it might have been Fest that added in the ability to directly control all all your party members. I know Portable had that as like an option you could switch on, um, and then and then later Persona games just said Add, this one. This one does them. let you do two things. So I can just press the start button, and it basically fast forwards the fight, and everybody kind of does like one standard type of move if you just don't want to fuck with it mm -hmm. you can do that yep. there is also like an ability to like choose how you want them to play and then you can choose that and then press start and they'll they'll follow that guidance so if you want them to do like big persona moves if you want them sure. to be more defensive they'll do that um there's also guard i don't remember if that was in three or not but if you know that you're going to get hit you can hit guard and it will not knock you down you'll still take damage but you won't be knocked down yeah mm -hmm so yeah it seems it seems cool i i bought it i just haven't gotten around to playing it because i've been playing a game that i'm about to talk about um but three has always kind of been like a white whale for me um mm -hmm. persona wise because I, I i was getting okay at persona three portable but it wasn't it just wasn't the way i wanted to play that game um it didn't have you walking around a 3d space in the outside of tartarus in tartarus you were still like doing the dungeon crawling mm -hmm. but outside of that it was more of like this top down more like an adventure game kind of thing where you would go from place to place and talk to people but you wouldn't be walking to those areas you would just be selecting okay i want to go to this this place now when it would just swap the whole the whole thing for you you you'd just be it was like a point and click thing at, at that point. yeah um so I, I would actually like to play this game kind of the way it was eh, intended is maybe the wrong word because it, it feels like they've made a, a pretty a pretty uh, solid amount of changes to yeah, man. I mean, what the original game was. I, I've seen some people do like side by side screenshots to show like, oh, look at this club area that from the original game and look how different it looks here. And um but I, I still want to give it a shot because it feels it feels like a gap in my gaming history and, and a lot of people really like Persona 3. So there, there's something to be said about hearing Persona music again, seeing Persona relationships again, fusing Personas. Some really good characters, too. They like, really I, are, man. I don't, know, I don't know if you've met all of them. There's a there's a dog character that's quite good. I haven't met the dog yet. I'm liking the bookstore f couple right now quite a bit. OK, they give you a Persona that you can use in fight, but they're good there's a robot lady who's pretty sweet it, it's a really fucking good game i i i kind of knew i was either going to check out like a dragon or persona 3 and no offense to like a dragon because it sounds wonderful i'm very happy to be playing persona 3 and i'm having a really great time with it so yeah that was enshrouded helldivers 2 and persona 3 reloaded from me and chase i am very excited to hear some of the things that you've been playing yeah, first, um, it's not it's not on my list, but I do just want to give a check in of um, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. You remember that game that we all said we were going to play, right? Mm -hmm. you, that we had <laughs> uh, until the end of March to play that we have true, been playing. We do. we do. Yeah. And we have been playing it. We're all make we're all making progress. Um, I uh, I I think the last time we talked about it in the show, I mentioned how the 
the uh, like how to unlock the new classes was uh, a little difficult for me. Like I wasn't understanding what you had to do to unlock those things. Um, I eventually just said, screw it all. I'll look it up online and see, you know, what the requirements for some of these things are. And, and it's, I think it's really cool. Like you have to gain a specific amount of skills in different kinds of classes to unlock the higher classes. And sometimes you need to like go down a completely different tree to get skills in one class and then switch back to another class so you can get to the higher class from that. Um, I've got an assassin character now who fucking rules. Like they, yeah. if if they so there's there's one skill where uh, you just don't get hit by arrows anymore. Like you just you block any arrow attacks. Great, awesome. So archers just can't touch you. But the assassin says, "Nah, what if instead any arrow that tries to hit you, you throw it back at that motherfucker? <laughs> like forget blocking arrows. What if you just send it right the fuck back? It's return um, to sender." Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. There's so many cool things. I still think that game gets a little bogged down in the laws system where they're just starting to pile on the amounts of things that you can't do in a map. So it starts out, the the game starts and you say, here's one thing you can't do in this map. Like maybe you can't use um, arrows. And so, okay, just I won't use my archer characters. I'll bring in a set of characters that don't use bows and we'll get through it and it'll be fine. But you're eventually getting to a point where uh, where I'm at the at in the game right now, I have three things that I can't do for every single fight. So it's, you know, you can't use arrows, but you also can't use this weapon and you also can't use color magic. Um, and I'm like, OK, so I can't use. OK, I can't use black magic or red magic. The one that always gets me is like white magic. That's not that's not a color magic. That's just healing. Right. And they're like, no, that's white's a color. And God damn it. You can't can't even heal your own characters. Um, it's just getting to be a lot. But I'm I'm also really enjoying the challenge. And sometimes you can even force the enemies into uh, into breaking the laws themselves and getting put to jail. So there might be a, a really difficult character that you're fighting. In fact, there's one there's one specific boss fight where the whole point is that you're supposed to lock them into uh, into breaking the rules. And then the judge character comes in and just like one hit KOs them of like, oh, yeah, get the fuck out of here. You're, you're breaking the laws. Um, but if he didn't come in, you would be screwed because this guy could just murder you. Um, it's it, there's some really cool design stuff in there. I, I think that's a cool game. And, I, and I'm looking forward to, to playing even more of it and, and getting it finished. Oh, yeah. Um, the things I've been playing more recently, though, I finished Star Ocean, the second story R. Uh, that's that's a hell of a game. I I feel bad that I took a big gap from from play sessions because it's not it's not really that long of a game. I think I put a total of 30 hours into it and a lot of that Pretty modest by jrpg standards well yeah it's modest by jrpg standards but also i think i put a lot of grinding that i really didn't have to to put in there uh my my characters i found out the max level for characters was 255 mm-hmm. and my characters were at like 150 and i would say you you probably need to be like around 90 to beat the game uh, so uh, I I okay. was so I was way played a little bit more than maybe you needed even way way more overpowered and that's God. for like post game stuff. There's there's a lot of like Chase thought he was going to fight God in this JRPG. He was ready um, on God. It's not quite God. Like maybe there's a God in like the uh, post game part that I that I didn't play. But I think that game is really cool. Uh, I know my complaint from the first Star Ocean is that 
it it teases you with all the cool space stuff and then it just has you do like a regular medieval fantasy game for basically the entire game uh and this game kind of does that for half the game and then the second half just goes wild and a lot of really crazy stuff happens um you get to meet a lot of cool characters i kind of want to play it again because you get uh, you have the option of playing as one of two characters. They're both always in your party, but you get the perspective of one or the other. And I'd like to play the other one just to see what their perspective is on some. Is there any way that you can load up a save and no, cause you have to, you'd have to start from the very beginning it, with it, that character. But also there's, there's so many party members you can get, but you are, are locked to getting eight max. Uh, and then you can only have a party of four, but you have eight in your full party uh, but there's like 12, maybe even more than 12 uh, characters that are actually unlockable. So to get all of them, you would have to play the game a second time with the other character because some of them are, oh, this this guy only comes if you use her or, or she only comes if you use him. Um, but then some things are... Valentine's Day was yesterday, Chase. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but also there are just some things where it's like if you talk to to this guy before you talk to this girl he joins your party instead and and so i really do want to try switching out and, and see how some of the other characters play and and i think if i played that game a second time i could breeze through a lot of it without having to to worry about grinding because i know what's kind of coming up next uh, i just think it has a lot of really cool features it looks great uh, as i've mentioned multiple times as i've as i've talked about it um, I just think it's a hell of a JRPG and and more people should play it because it's it's really, really quite good. This this version specifically is really nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then the thing I've been playing uh, most recently and I've been playing quite a bit of is Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. So this came out the same day or maybe the day before uh, Persona 3 Reloaded, which is which is why I have not gotten to Persona 3 yet. Um, this is a game I've been following for a really long time. I I don't care about Grand Blue. I guess I got to put that out there first. The Grand Blue isn't Grand Blue more like it's a thing, right? Like it's a whole ass thing. It's a mobile game. Yes, it's a okay. mobile franchise. That, okay, it's, right. it's a mobile gotcha game. It's extremely popular. Um, I have not played the gotcha game. I I have a gotcha game. It's called Fire Emblem Heroes, and I don't even like playing that. So is this is this the first quote unquote real Grand Blue game? No, because there were those fighting games too. The yes, Grand right. Blue Fantasy okay. Versus. Yes. Um, okay. Which people really like and and are are really solid, um, and and feature the characters people like, but also it's not a gotcha, so it's a different kind of thing. This is, and they've also made a Grand Blue anime mm-hmm. uh, that I I tried to watch some of that because I really like the art style of Grand Blue. It's got this. It's not quite pastel, but it's just a it's a a light and vibrant color scheme that just looks it just looks so nice and it, I wasn't there a fighting and, game in this in this universe? Yeah, yeah. Grand Blue Fantasy yeah. versus, and then uh, there was yeah. a second one too. I forgot what they added to that. It one. Uh, it reminds me a bit of uh, Tales of Arise. A yeah, bit. I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Absolutely. And and this game specifically, uh, Fantasy Relink, is is a little bit more like Tales in that you are controlling a main character and then you have a party and they're kind of doing their own things in real time. 
So what's excited me forever about this game is that uh, I can't remember who the developer is who's leading it, but Platinum was Psy Games, CY Psy Games. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And they're the they're the main developers of developers and publishers of the the mobile game as well. But they were getting help from Platinum um, for this game. And at one point, it was a few years ago, but Platinum, I guess, either finished their part or maybe there was a dispute or something. And there was an announcement that Platinum was no longer a part of the game. But when you play this game, it's still a third person action game. And you can tell that Platinum worked on it because it feels good. <laughs> it just feels so fucking good. Um, is it it's action, right? Like you're not turn based. This totally. is action input. Complete action. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's no, there's no even slowing down the action. Or, and are you, or, I, you might get to it. Are you switching between party members or is it just you're playing one you character? Can. You can't. Okay. So you, okay. you start out by playing a character. You can pick the guy or the girl. Um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. They play oh, the so same. it's a JRPG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but unlike Star Ocean, picking the guy or the girl doesn't really change anything. And also you can change it on the fly. Oh, okay. Um, they they play they play the same. They have the same moveset, and and also I think they have different names in the in the Grand Blue game. Uh, like the guy's name is Gran. I go, I don't know what the girl is. The name girl's is. name Blue. I you you know you'd think, but I'm oh, not sure on that. Okay. I, I can't I can't confirm nor can I deny that. Um, but then what this game does is just say, ah, fuck it, we're just gonna call you the captain all the time. Go captain, uh, my or captain, my buddy, my buddy over here, the captain. I'm like, okay, that's that's fine. Can't say pals um, anymore. <laughs> um, so yes, you play you play as one character, but you're able to swap in any of the other characters that you want uh, at any time and you have a party of four and so you have your character who's just doing their own thing and then the other three ha have um abilities that they can pop off and you can tell them kind of how you want them to to play as well in, in that similar like hey i want you to go all out with offense hey i want you to to attack but not use all your skills or i just want you to defend and heal like you, you can give them those same kind of um stra strategic kind of uh, orders sure but uh you have the, the thing that's probably my the biggest sticking point for me right now is that you have to have the main character in your party during story missions so even even if you're not playing as him or her they have to be in the group of four and i think that's a bummer one because this game has like 20 playable characters and they all seem really fucking rad and so to lock down one of your four party spaces with the main character who's got a pretty standard sure. sword attack stuff like that's that's kind of lame but the other lame thing is that in any of the cutscenes that happen they're all just there like the it's the main the main party just shows up everywhere so <laughs> there's not really an excuse of like hmm. oh well you have to have the guy because if the guy's not there where are they going to be it's like no yeah. you every cutscene, any of the people who aren't even in my active party just show up of like, yeah, oh yeah, we were here too. We, we were the whole time. It's like, so what's what's the point? Um, so what, what you do in the game, you have kind of two different sections, eh, kind of three different sections. You have normal kind of hub stuff that you do in a, in a city. You can go around, you can upgrade your gear, you can talk to people. There can be some very very light open world like it's, it's uh, open world is giving it too much credit but you can kind of just walk around and talk to people and, and do some some little missions in there 
There is a the main story stuff where you're going down generally pretty linear paths and just attacking all the stuff that comes at you. And you have uh, cut scenes and story stuff that happens, which I think are, are all pretty well done. I think the voice acting's nice. The the animations feel good. The, the actual fighting itself is really cool. And I think there's just some really nice set pieces and bosses that you fight that that just look awesome and and have some cool strategy as you fight them. But then the game also has kind of a monster hunter side oh. thing that mm. that's just like, oh, hey, do you want to play online and just like watch do a your monster mouth, hunter Chase, thing? watch your mouth. I'm I'm not Wish saying it's bad. Day. It's just it's it's weird to me in that the game feels like it could just be this linear story thing and, and be a perfectly fine game and you play it for 15 hours and call it a day and have a great time. But then they also go like, you want to just get online and co-op with some people to fight like the big bosses that you faced in, in some of the story stuff, or now we even hmm. have some other separate arenas and you can fight them um, where you don't have to bring the main character in, which is nice. You can just have a party of four of, of whoever anybody wants to bring in. Um, and that's that's pretty interesting. So you can even like grind materials that you can use to upgrade weapons and things in there, or you upgrade the skill points to to upgrade all your different characters. And it just it it feels like kind of a weird mishmash of like these things kind of feel a little bolted on, but they also just feel fun to play. And they're like a nice cooldown thing of, hey, I just did a big story mission and now I just want to, you know, play one or two more little things before before calling it a night and you can just do like one or two of these short hunts and you know they've got they've got like um, different rankings that you can get and different bonuses that apply to those rankings and so some of them are like hey beat this mission in like five minutes and then there will be another thing that okay so you can beat it in five minutes and you can use thrown objects to kill like four character four enemies and then the third one, the the highest level one is like, actually, what if you just beat this in a minute? <laughs> so some of them can be really fast once you've upgraded your characters and you know what you're doing and you've got your strategy down. And that feels fun, too, to go back to something that was hard at the at one point. Like maybe you could just beat it in about five minutes. And now to come back when you've leveled up your characters a little bit more and go, oh, I know how to beat this guy. I've got the perfect <laughs> team for this. I've sure. tracked them the right way and I can just fucking glass this guy in in like 30 seconds and you could just keep grinding that if you wanted to and you can bring in online friends and and play with those people and and everybody grinds them um i just think it's got a lot of really cool ideas there's some the characters are are really varied like there's like a they look guys there's a bunch use. of different people on here that look very unique yeah i mean there's a ton of people who just use swords but mm -hmm. they use swords in a lot of different ways and then you've got a couple guys who use guns. You've got like one guy who's like super speedy up close using guns. And you have another guy who can like get into a sniper stance and he has a musket thing and he just can unload from from pretty far distances and he throws grenades to uh, the girl that I like playing. Her name is Fairy. She's kind of like a rabbit girl thing, but she's got a whip and she can just mm use a lot of AOE attacks and she also has like kind of a Chun-Li thing where she just holds the attack and it just keeps whipping. It just keeps like slapping that whip around and anybody who walks into it is just getting getting crushed. 
But then she also has this side thing where she has these animal spirits that you can start summoning. It actually feels a little bit like um, Hyrule, um, Hyrule Warriors, mm-hmm. uh, Age of Calamity, where, where you're like frogs. starting to get these extra bonuses that are happening. Uh, so she can get all these different animal friend, animal spirit friends who are now around her that once she gets enough of them, she can start popping her like more ultimate attacks that now bring in a bunch of those guys and and do even more damage with them. Um, it's so it's so varied and so fun. The The story stuff has been OK. They, they've still got their dumb little dragon mascot character who I absolutely hate, who is sure, who is kind of like the reincarnation of um Oh God! What's the, what's the Genshin fairy's name? Uh, that thing. Paimon. You know, yes, Paimon. Uh, this this little dragon's called Vern, and he sucks. He sucks so much. I couldn't watch the anime because he sucked so much. <laughs> uh, but uh, the rest of the game has been has been an absolute blast. I I didn't think I would like it as much as I have been, and every it feels like every hour that I play it, there's another really cool thing that I discover or I get another card to unlock another character and I can bring a, a new character in. And it's like, Oh wow, this guy's just, just got like a big fucking scythe and he plays completely differently from all the other characters they had. Sure. Bring him in, buddy. Where, where am I going to fit him? Uh, what skills am I going to outfit him with? And um, I'm just having, I'm having a really, really good time. That's awesome. seeing online. A lot of people think this game is like, it's getting kind of mixed reviews, but uh I mean, it's very positive on Steam with almost eight, 19,000 reviews. Okay. I, I've seen I've seen some kind of bad reviews for it, and I can understand where some people are coming from on that, but I am, I'm having an absolute blast, and, and I'm hearing some other people say that they are really, really liking it, too. Hell yeah, man. So, Chase, you talked about, uh, you gave an update on Final Fantasy Tactics, you talked about Star Ocean Second Story R, and you talked about Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. And that will wrap up our game's coverage, and we got some news to hop into, and Johnny, why don't you Um, take us through, let's get through some of the smaller stuff, and we'll end with Microsoft Sony stuff. How about that? Well, the Microsoft stuff is the smallest stuff possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, the... Embracer Group has uh, cut almost 1,400 jobs uh, since, I think, July. Uh, and they uh, news came out today uh, that really made me mad because there was a quote. Our overruling principle is to always maximize shareholder value in any given situation. Uh, and, you know... I guess at least they're being honest about where their priorities lie. Um, but they, it was revealed that like, I think 29 games have been canceled that were in various stages of production. Oh um, yeah. It's fucking dire. Through over the, there, man. the studios that uh, were embraced. Um, and it's, they're restructuring the CEO says they're creating a strong foundation for the future. I just, I hate these people so fucking much. Um, and they, it just seems they, they went into this, they, they gobbled up all these IPs, all these studios on the, not even the promise, but the hope that they would be getting money, uh, from, uh, the Saudis, that money never came. And so now they are scrambling to, uh, Anything that's not bolted down over there at Embracer is basically being tossed out. Yeah, and it's just 
it's so shitty. It's mm-hmm. it's just another symptom of this industry that you know triple triple A game development is just unsustainable. Uh, at yeah, least the way there that was it a, is being done now. <laughs> there was a graph going around of like all the all the layoffs that have happened over you know the course of the last year, mm-hmm. and it's heavier than ever right now. It's yeah. it's not like it's not like the year changed over or and and people went okay well now it's a clean slate. It's it's still happening and it's it's worse than ever and it's it's huge. Like you had yeah. you had big layoffs from n- not just this embracer stuff now but um EA Microsoft just laid off a bunch of people, you know, a bunch of layoffs. It is endemic uh right now. Uh and it seems like, you know, we're just we're just in February. There's still a lot of year left and plenty of time for more more bad news like that. Um this this story was for me. Uh but from software is quote working hard on Elden Ring DLC, but still doesn't have a release date at this time. Didn't you think it was supposed to like wasn't it supposed to be out in February? I'm I'm wondering if I just hallucinated that. Um, I thought they said early this year, and I, it is still early in this year. Maybe it'll still come out before the end of the the first quarter. It's still real to me, damn it! But it's been two years since uh, Elden Ring proper came out, and and you should be lucky enough to have that. I know that's they, one they of my put out a games. different game. Like they, I'm I'm surprised that they're not that they're still thinking about Elden Ring at all. Like, well, they made way too much money to not to not be thinking about Elden Ring. They're going to make um, money on any game they make because they're from well, software. This is like, Elden Ring. This is make an Elden Ring too. Then they probably will. <laughs> Zelda did will. it in a cave with spare parts. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they always put out big DLC for their for their games, uh, the Soulsborne games anyway. Yeah, and where's the Armored Core DLC? This Cowards. I don't know. But yeah, Shadow of the Earth Tree, still no release date on that. Johnny's um, like, can we get McDonald's? And Chase is like, we got McDonald's at home, kid. It's called Armored Core. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, the two big, uh, well, two of the three big players in the console market, uh, Sony, <laughs> no franchise game releases are coming until April 2025 at earliest. Um so I'm, I'm that, shocked that anybody would be surprised by this if they've been watching. Like Sony's literally anyone paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Like, they've got Wolverine coming. They've got a bunch of other shit that they've like are working on. But mm-hmm. you're not. I mean, you've got major, major studios underneath that name that have told you with receipts how long it takes them to put new games out. Yeah, and also, you know. Like we're still feeling the effects of COVID, right? Like, I mean, I don't think, I don't know if I would say that as much as I would there's say. Still, there's still ripples, but yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like the aftershock of the aftershock at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, that there's this a lot of pressure to what you just talked about in AAA space to to do it right, and there's a reason why Sony has been the outlier in AAA single player success compared to others because they take their time and they make really great stuff and but, they have a hard time or they just remake that even. stuff 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again like, and again and again. You know, it, it's probably about time to remaster Last of Us again. The first one. Sure. sure. I'm saying, bro. Or the second one, man. Fuck it. I um, I think that the there could be some stuff that pops up, and obviously nobody really saw Helldivers 2 being what it's become so far for them. So yeah. maybe there's more things like that that they can get to. But, yeah, I mean, there definitely known. is because there's more games coming out like all the time. There's so many fucking games, even like hearing this news and being like uh, no major releases like that. Sure. There's still going to be a billion video games that come out yeah. uh, and, we, we will and not there will be good ones. want for 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 content uh, for games to play. Uh, but when you have, you know, a big first party like that and their whole thing is like we got the best games that you can only play here and they got nothing for you this year. Well, yeah, Microsoft says that said that too. And then uh, they did. And, and now they're the big and games. They stabbed their fans in the back. Oh, yeah. Uh, Everyone's so angry. How after today, how it was a witch hunt? Those freaking morons who were like, oh, this is it, bro. I'm, oh, I'm dude, Dave, I, I, I went ahead games. and I, I kept a list of some of these big names and I went back today and you should see the spin moves of them trying to say, this is st- this is still the downfall. You all just can't see it. I've, I'm have i I'm speaking clearly now, seeing clearly now. Yeah. I'm not going it's, back to them. It's when you have people Aztec trading in their Xbox series. Like yeah. it's it's just that Aztec calendar shit all over again of like, oh, oh, it wasn't that date. Well, oh, well, actually, actually i looked at the calendar again it should be it should be that date instead it's like wow you just keep what day is zorp coming back next year (laughs) i don't know how i mean i i know you guys are familiar with wrestling but i don't know if you guys are familiar with the the terms work and shoot Mm -hmm. so work a work is like something that's fake a shoot means like oh that's a that's a real beef that these wrestlers have uh most most wrestling is a work like yes it's it's all scripted they don't these two actually don't hate each other um there's also this term called being worked into a shoot uh which is you've you've been drinking the kool-aid so much that you think it's real and that's what happened here where you just somebody maybe took like the tiniest bit of real information that was out there and and just came up with their own fucking conspiracy story back or conspiracy theory backstory and blew it completely out of proportion to the point that Xbox felt the need to say, like, I guess we have to comment on this bullshit on yeah. the podcast that we would just like normally <laughs> do. That would be a normal fucking thing that we do. Oh, um, yes. But now and... we have to address the elephant in the room that we might be bringing some games to other platforms, even though we've already done that and we'll yeah. just continue doing that. Yeah. So, so the, the big news today, uh, or other Xbox games are coming to other consoles, but those games are not Starfield and not the Indiana Jones or Halo or Gears of War. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so what they said officially was that it's four games. They've been on Xbox for over a year. And and no, it's not. And that was all the, they said. The two biggest ones, and, <laughs> which I'm assuming I understand. there's like agreements in place to make there's sure they're getting announced. There's, by, yeah, yeah. There's calendars. There's marketing shit. Like you don't you don't want to upset that if you don't have to. Um, but the the rumors are, and and you know people are are reporting on some of this stuff is that the the first two games that they're going to do are smaller games, uh, which are Penament, or which are probably. Pentiment and uh, Hi-Fi Rush, Hi-Fi Rush, Grounded, and then the two 
bigger games, Phil did kind of mention this on the podcast, is the two other games would be bigger and more community driven. And people are saying that's Sea of Thieves and Grounded. I think that um, makes perfect sense. All yeah. of which make perfect sense, especially for Sea of Thieves and Grounded. Like those, totally. if you're making service games, you need a More constant players. flow of people. Yeah. And the best way to get new people here is to go to a new platform or two and and see what your net can catch. Uh, and and those those games will do great on PlayStation. Yeah. And Did they say Switch that they'll have crossplay? Did they say anything on that? They they said the word crossplay and cross save a okay. billion times. <laughs> OK, um, so then I they, think that's feel, that's great. Yeah, totally. Um, and and for me, I think Pentiment would run great on a Nintendo Switch. I would probably get a lot further into it than I did on my PC if I had it there. Um, Hi-Fi Rush, that's a that's a gorgeous looking game, and and people will play that wherever it's available. It makes sense to me. I yeah. yeah. I, I I don't I, I don't give a shit where the good th- games are as long as they're on a thing I can play. And Xbox yeah. is helping me do that. So great. I, I know we're getting really close to time here, but I'll say. The the one thing that stuck out to me was the commentary from Phil around just exclusives are basically going to start to this dissipate. I mean, I think Sony, more, this more. we don't have it covered in our news here, but Sony talked about their interim and in acting CEOs basically saying, like, we need to get multi-platform. And I don't think he's talking about Xbox or maybe he's talking about Nintendo. No, but I, mean, I think look at, look at how many games they've sold just on Steam. Like, well, that's what I'm getting at. I think that they're going to start to go so d- expensive to make. Totally. Having but there, it, like there's there's the nothing that degrades Sony yeah. by putting things on PC the same day. It just doesn't. Yeah. And well, so and, and also the the vice versa of Sony, like they were forced into it by MLB, but MLB the show they mm-hmm. were forced to put on Xbox. That's right. MLB their license holder was like, hey, um, we're not making enough money on this thing. By, yeah. by having it to just your small audience, your comparatively small audience, put it out for everybody, goddammit. And, and they yep. had to do it and it sold more, and which is fine because it's a, it's a great baseball game and people more people should play it. Uh, Here's the lesson we learned from this. Don't be an Internet idiot obsessed with one brand, you cowards. Yeah. Um, the, the, do, the doom and gloom was so high. Uh, there, there was even talk about like, oh, well, they're getting out of the console business completely, right? And and Phil, Phil kind of shot that down. Uh, like, no, absolutely, we're making more consoles. What are you talking? What are you fucking talking about? Like, they they even tried to say, and and I think this makes sense. It's like, you have the PC that is there for people who want like a completely custom experience. There's going to be a, a subset of fans who absolutely want to play their games on PC, but you also have a bunch of people who just want to play xbox games and the easiest way to play xbox games is buy a fucking xbox so of course of course we're still gonna make xboxes that is still like this baseline foundational easiest way to get into the ecosystem is for us to make a simple box Mm -hmm. and people can can pick that box up and buy a game and play the game on the box so no they're going to keep making consoles They're, they're I guess there was even maybe a hint that they might even try making a handheld console at some point. Who the fuck knows? I can um, see it happening. But yeah, like my, they're still gonna make videos. Calm, calm down, everybody. Let's let's just calm down out there. Yeah, yeah, just, absolutely. 
hell of an episode, you two. Let's quickly get through what we've got going on this week. If you want to follow along with what we do here, you can follow the links there in chat. Uh, this week's been a little wonky given our schedule. We're recording on a Thursday. Traditionally, it's a Wednesday. But this week, Chase and I got to play games on Monday from the Steam Next Fest. Always one of our favorite things to do. You can go back and check out that video on demand. We got one quick look up this week with Turbo Overkill. I did not get Prince of Persia up yet. I'm going to work on that tomorrow. So just given the structure and some other stuff I had going on this week, I, I got a little side sidetracked. Uh, tonight was 362. We are talking about all kinds of fun stuff. If you've been tuning in, uh, you know what we've been saying. But I'll have Prince of Persia that goes up this week. And then tomorrow night, uh, Johnny decided to not show up for streaming the week that we started to stream. Wow. And uh, yeah, he's right back to his old antics. Uh, we'll be, I will be live tomorrow night with Helldivers 2. So come and watch that. Uh, you two, what do you got going on? Uh, I've got a new podcast uh, or a new episode of my podcast pilot program with our good friend of the show, Pierce Corshane. We're watching the first episodes of every television show ever made. This last episode was on Dairy Girls, the, the Irish uh, 2018 sitcom. Cool. Uh, which is quite good. Go check that out. Shows.acast.com slash pilot program. We've announced our next one, which should be happening. I think the recording is at the end of the month. It's going to be on the 1980s action show, The A-Team. So I'm I'm excited for that one as well. I also have uh, Chase K Plays, my YouTube channel, and I'm still playing Pokemon Stadium. My, my series called Stadium Brats. Um, a new episode went out yesterday, Wednesday. Um, that was just me solo. And then next week is already in the can. Uh, Bobby Pease from something called The Casual Hour. Oh, um, he he joined me for a bit. Um, not the whole time, <laughs> uh, which is totally OK. Some stuff happened, um, but it was still a good episode. So look forward to seeing that. Uh, any any phone call you get from your parents after nine o'clock at night is not going to be a good phone call. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely understand why you had to step away. Uh, but the the gameplay was good. Gameplay was mm-hmm. real good. So people should check out that episode when it drops cool. next week. Johnny, you write. Where do you write, and what do you got going on? Uh, I'm still writing over a hard drive. Uh, I have several articles, satirical articles that went up, and I will be having my first non-satirical piece go up soon. Uh, an interview I did with uh, a friend of ours, Carol Mertz, who is a senior designer for Exploding Kittens. Maybe someday you'll put a fucking link together that I can post whenever you talk about this shit where people can find your writing. Um, Good idea. <laughs> yes. All right, y'all. Thanks for making this work. I will be live tomorrow night. Uh, come back and watch me shoot some bugs and robots. <laughs>